Are you ready to decide it's your turn to live your most purposeful, profitable, passionate life? I'm Christina LeCure, former professional golfer turned confidence and success coach. I truly believe every one of us was put here for a God-given purpose, and it is our responsibility to live that fully. For well over a decade now, I've been turning my life as well as countless others around from feeling unworthy, incompetent, and without a purpose to living a life I cannot wait to wake up for, even on days when shit hits the fan. And it all started with a decision. Yeah, you heard that right. I said God and shit in the same sentence. So clearly this won't be your typical podcast, but what I can assure you is that each week myself and my guests are going to enlighten you fire you up and having you walk away with stories and strategies to not only boost your confidence, but give you hope that at any moment in time, you have the power to decide it's your turn. Yeah, my fault. <laughs> you guys, literally, I promise you for like the last 15, 20 minutes, Laura and I have just been talking and I was like, Oh my God, we have to hit record because this was just so much gold. What the heck did we just say? So welcome to the podcast. Here we well, are. Thank you. Now we're just going to continue our conversation and I know you're going to love it. Yeah, legitimately the last 15 minutes we've just been talking or longer and just been talking about everything and oh it's been God. so fun. Everything. You guys. So yeah, Christina was just asking me what I'm working on. So I have a couple of businesses, but let's talk about, I have this project I'm working on. And literally what I was telling her is it is a new product brand. I'll give my backstory whenever she asks yeah, me, know, but whatever. it's a new product brand. And I, my whole last over decade is in the product world. I love product businesses. Anyway, I had the idea last mother's day in May. It is now the end of January. And I kind of had to marinate. I did, I, not all the pieces didn't come together. It took me all summer to be like, who is this really for? Why am I doing this? What makes this brand stand out? Like I had to mull through that process for a long time, but then by fall, we were full into like development, sampling, all these type of things. I was really trying to find several manufacturers, which was a much harder process than I anticipated. Um, and then like the brand is an experience. And so the packaging is super important and packaging does come from China. And just like we had to, you have to sample things so many times when you are building something from scratch. And so we have had to get multiple samples. And then literally we were going to put the last sample in like a week ago and our, the manufacturer we're using was like, Hey, we just got a huge order uh, that we have to fulfill before Chinese new year, Chinese new year. They take off like almost the whole month of February. So literally I won't even have the final sample before then. And I was for a minute, I was so irritated. And there have been, I was telling her, I was like, even though I've done this for like 14 years, there is still moments that creep into your mind of like, why am I even doing this? Is this even worth it? Like you lose that initial excitement of like, Ooh, I have this cool, cute little idea I want to do, you know? And I know it's going to be awesome. And it's just, be, it's honestly just willing to like stay the path, right? Like I'm just staying the course because once it's done, once all those little pieces are done perfectly and not that you should wait till everything's perfect. Once it's done the right way, the way I want to launch this brand, it'll be fine, right? It'll be fine. And then we can launch and then we can ramp things up and it'll be what it's going to be. And everyone is going to be like, oh my gosh, look at Laura. She's an overnight success again. She's like right. sold her first business for eight figures. And look, it was so easy. She just did it again. Right. Except there was like a year of turmoil of like, even my husband was like, hey, what's happening with this? Like he's done that multiple times. I'm like, it's happening. Okay. It's just, everything's taking way longer than I thought it was going to take. So it really well, is. It's really saying that course. And even like you know, the product is handmade and like working with manufacturers, like I have, I have sampled at least six different manufacturers. And I was like, 
oh, the, the first one has been my favorite. And then like the next two, I was like, oh, they're the way that they have their website put together and how they like, you know, I place the orders. They're so much more efficient and like professional. I bet their quality is going to be way better. It hasn't been right. Like, and so then I'm like, was back to the drawing board. Cause I want three, like that's always the goal, two or three. So you're not like ever stuck. And so then I was like, okay, now I'm back to the drawing board of like, I have some inventory coming from this place, but I need to find others. So it's just like this constant like you just got to keep at it while like still trying to, you know, do other things and have kids and a family and all that stuff. Right. Like, it's not like that's the only thing I'm doing. So it's just, yeah, it's, it's, that's part of the journey. Oh my gosh. It's such chaos, but it's so worth it. Like when you just in love with what you get to do and like the final product will be amazing and everyone's going to love it and you're going to make money and you're going to do all the things. But like, that's just exactly what Laura and I were talking about before we even hit record, where we live in this world nowadays where everyone just kind of wants to be like, hey, can I just pay you? And can you just tell me exactly how to make money where it's not stressful? And like, it's really simple. And I just like, my mind is blown because I think as much as I love the coaching space and as much as I love like social media, because it's been a blessing to me, it's also the biggest curse on the planet because you take away social media business, which is like, a tiny percentage of our world. Like I'm around quote unquote real business people. And I understand like you and I like online, very real business person, but like you go talk to like people who don't even have an Instagram page about business. And none of those people will tell you that it's overnight and that it doesn't take work. And there's like this simple, like magical touch. Yeah. No, no, it takes forever. And it's like, yeah, we were joking. I was like, I think I'm going to change my Instagram to like, you don't need the universe and, and you just need to work hard to have a successful business. Because first of all, I believe in Jesus and I never manifested my perfect business. I like ever, like that never, I've had so many jokes about this and I'm sorry, I'm not trying to offend anybody, but I'm just so tired of this. I feel like there's so much information out there and sometimes it's too much. We don't need so much information. We just need action, imperfect action. And I think there's also an overload of information that's like, you just need to keep saying it, just keep manifesting it. And I do believe in like writing things down. I do believe in vision very strongly. Like I believe if God gives me an idea and like, so even for example, this product idea, I had the idea because it's something that I love. And then I had to mull over it for probably three months to be like, what does this look like? Like truly, what do I envision this brand becoming? Like what, you know, who is it for? What is the purpose of it? You know, how are people going to feel when they get it? Like all of these things I had to think about and then I had to go out and make it happen. So it's not that I don't believe in like, you have to have a vision of like where you're going, but I think there's such a misconception on social media that you can just like say things in the mirror and I don't know, align your cycle with the moon and you're going to be successful. I'm sorry. <laughs> you watching on YouTube because it's so freaking good. I love this so much. So I don't know if you know this, but like the three pillars of everything I teach are decision, faith, and action. And so like, I truly believe like Laura has, and she, you, you're saying exactly what I, what I preach all the time. Like you've made a decision. I'm doing this damn thing. No matter what it takes, I am all in. Like I'm so sold on this. And then the faith, like Laura believes in Jesus. I believe in Jesus. Like for me, it's like the faith part and not everyone has the faith part. Like you can call it universe, woo woo, manifestation, doorknob, whatever you want, but you have to believe like somewhere out there, like God is conspiring for you to do this thing because it was put on your heart. Like, I know that I know that I know that I know, like 
that is my ultimate faith. Like I just have to go back to my faith when it feels like everything in the world is not working the way it's supposed to be. And then last but not least, the part that no one really likes to, you know, play with is the action part. Like it just takes so much bloody action to get to actually where you want to be. And it's not sitting on the couch and looking in the mirror and doing all the things you can do that. And the action, like I am a huge affirmation person. I am a huge, like believing it until I speak shit that's not even real until it's so real because I believe it to my core. And then all of a sudden it it starts coming true, but it's because I'm taking so much action at the same time. hundred percent. And like, we teach this to our kids. I mean, more so than my husband, but like, sometimes we'll be like, you didn't like, what were we talking about the other day? And it was like, you did, you aren't bad because of that. You made a bad choice, right? Like there's nothing to do with who you are. You just choose chose wrong. So next time, because you are really smart and capable, you're going to make a better choice, right? Like we talk about that all the time with our kids. Like what we say is truly what you become. So I'm, I'm all, I I 100% agree with that. And I would like to take this step further. And I, I did, I didn't know that this was your, your thing. So that's really funny. But I believe for a lot of years, I kept asking, like, even when I was looking at selling my business, I was like, is this what you want from me? God, is this what you want from me? Like, is this really what the, you know, how you want my life to go? And I don't even know if I believe um, anymore as, as my walk with Christ has really deepened. I don't know if I believe anymore that he really cares. What I think he really cares about is how we show up for him in whatever we're doing, right? Like he gives us all gifts and talents and whether, so my mom is an incredible singer and writer, right? And I don't think she made the wrong, she she had a choice to go to Nashville and be a recording artist. And instead she married a farmer and she, like that was after they got married and she was like, no, I'm staying. Like we, like this, you are my husband. And so she had a hard life. And I don't believe that God is like, you failed me by not you know, going to Nashville and becoming a recording artist because she used her talents in every way possible in whatever she chose to do, right? Like she still had a million ideas. She wrote musicals for like all of the, I mean, so many schools around us. She like, she still recorded music. She still went and sang at all these different places. And so it has taken me a long time to realize that like, I don't think God is, I don't think it's who do you, like, what do you want me to do? It's who do you want me to be? Hmm. And from that, right from that place of like, who do you want me to be? Like, I want to be more patient. I want to be a light that really shines for you. And no matter what I choose. And the, the beautiful thing is he gives us choices. And so we're on this planet to live out our, our full potential, you know? And so for me, I, I could choose to start another business. I could choose to go, you know, support my husband and just farm with him, but whatever I choose, it's how, how am I? who am I becoming as a person in that process? Right. And, and going back and sorry, I'm jumping all over the place. I'm, here. I'm in love. I'm in love. Just do it. Just talk. I love so it. That, like, really, it. That's really changed me. Like I thought it was like, I have to do this thing. And I think, I think there are times when he puts things really heavy on our heart that scare us um, because he's calling us for greater things. Um, but I think it's more about who we are in those times, because there are many people that have had success that don't choose. There was times when I had success that I was not living out the, you know, I was a believer, but I was not living that out. Right. And he didn't just, he didn't like take it away from me because I I wasn't being that person. Like, I think it's, those things are still worked towards. And I think he allows us to become, he allows us to chase whatever we want to chase. It's it's who we are becoming in the process. Who are who are we, you know, interacting with? Who's he setting in front of us to um, witness to in whatever way, shape, or form? 
I I'm, literally, that's exactly the reason why my social media handle is be Christina. That is exactly the reason why I tell everyone to be themselves. I tell everyone to just like be their most authentic version of themselves that God created them to be. Like, I think so many people are trying, like people are trying to be Laura, like who was Laura in business? And by the way, let's probably, now that we've told everyone, like, you know, all the magicalness that is you, let's also talk a little bit about like, how did we get here? (laughs) People are like, who is this magical, lovely human? I want to know more, but yes, being crazy. Yes, we're crazy. But like, I am so being crazy. I'm like, so that is my ultimate goal every single day. It's on my board in front of me. It's my prayers every morning. It's on my screensaver every single day. It's just like, how do I just literally block out everything and just be the most authentic version of Christina who he created me to be? I love that so much. And you shine because of that, right? Like when people are around you, it becomes this like, what is, what sets her apart? Why is she different? You can just feel, it's not because I'm going around preaching Jesus all the time. It's because the goal is that like when people are around me, they're like, there's just something different. There's something different about you, Christina. And that's what attracts people to Jesus as not that this is what this podcast is supposed to be about, but I didn't know this oh, is faith. We got faith in the title. <laughs> we say God and we say shit in the same sentence. That's in our that's intro. Awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> That's great. I mean, but it's you, right? It and that's so authentically me. And that yes. is what I want for everyone else because I truly do believe everyone gets so, I had a client one time, very, very, very successful. She's got a business in Florida. She's got like 15 or 20 employees and she's, and she's launching a product. I, I need to connect to you guys. But yeah. one of the things that she said, she sent me a Voxer one day and she said, Christina, and it made me so emotional because we've worked together for years. I just love her to death. And she's a person of faith as well. And she said, Christina, there's so much crap in the world right now. And I'm having so much success. How do I not feel bad about that? And I said, babe, you cannot change what's happening and all of the other things that are going on. You can't. Your only job is to be yourself and do what you can to change yourself and your circle. Because exactly what Laura just said, when you are so authentically yourself and you're so in your God-given purpose and you you radiate, you change the people around you. And if every single person on the planet was being so authentically themselves and being so themselves, we wouldn't have to change anything else because everything would be fucking fine. Right. It would be. It would be. And and the and the thing that I hope she thinks about is like she's trailblazing, right? Like Amen. I hope it's like, oh my gosh, like when they see her, like, what is she doing that's so different? You're right. There's so much crap. And she's like this shining light. And now she's like, has had, she is successful. She can get back to her community. She can help, you know, build a well in Africa. Like there's so much opportunity when you have money. And I think that is something that took, I came from a very, very poor broke family. And it took me a lot of years to get out of a scarcity mindset. Um, and I think even for a time period, I was scared to talk about the money that I was making and because I was like, why do I have all this? You know, and I, I do believe like to whom much is given, much is expected. But I, I expect that in the sense of like, the more I have, the more I can give. Like truly, Amen. I have, not only do I have my time freedom, but it allows us to like, you know, oh, there's a neighbor that has like stage four cancer. We can go to the benefit and buy anything, you know, like we can, we can, it, it's such a blessing. Amen. There's, um, do you know who Grant Cardone is? He's in the real 
You yes. know who he is. So he's very polarizing online. And I don't know from what I've heard, he and his wife are not like that, except for the online. And obviously it works, right? It gets some attention. But I remember one time he said something that I was like, oh my God, I can't believe he said that like out loud. And I'm sure it pissed so many people off. But he said, because he was encouraging people to like, really like take this step of faith to like do the thing that they're supposed to do and make the money. Right. And he said, poor people are selfish. And I was like, Oh, I can't believe you said that. But then he he talked about why he believes that to be true. And he said, when you're self, when you're poor, it's like, how can I help myself? How can I take care of myself? How can I pay my bills? How can I, I, I? He said, when you have wealth, it's never about you because your basic essentials are taken care of. Yes. It's like, I don't have to worry about myself. I can do all of this other shit for other people. That's when you get out of the selfishness is when you're okay. And then everything else is like about being able to do things for other people. And as kind of, you know, icky as he said it, it's true. I don't have to worry about paying my bills. Like I can be a blessing to other people because I am blessed. Yep, yep. There's a gal um, that went through my program last year. And she actually, most of the people I work with have like a established business already. She did not. Um, but I knew her a little bit and she was like, I really think I want to try this. Like, would you take me in and like, just kind of mentor me through this. And I was like, yes, I would love to do that. And she has like, she had no idea, like literally zero ideas. And within a year, not only figure out what she wanted to do, she like went through the training, launched this business. She's going to do well over six figures this year. But what was really interesting, the, the part that makes me shine, like makes me so happy and fills me with joy. There was like small town community. There was some, I don't remember if it was like a benefit or something they were trying to raise money for. And she's like, we just needed a few people to give like a thousand dollars. And my husband and I didn't even have to think about it. Like it was easy for us at this point to just give a thousand dollars. And watching the room and other people be like, I can't a thousand dollars. She's like my, she's like, I hadn't even realized how much of a mindset shift I've already had about money and how knowing I have more coming in and like a thousand dollars. It's not that she's like, it's not that it's still not a lot of money. I still think a thousand dollars is a lot of money, but she has it to give right. And her mindset around has already changed. I'm like, that is incredible. Yep. Every day, my, my husband and I, our blessing is God allow us to be blessed so we can bless others every yes. single day. I mean, it's like, don't get me wrong. I love my life. I'm the first person to say, I love the opportunities that money gives me. But if you truly just think about like how cool it is to be in a position of life where you can truly bless other people. And no, it doesn't always have to be with your finances. It can be with your time, your education, you right. know, That's your what faith, I was whatever. I think, I think God gives us all different gifts going back to like that original, like we get to choose, but there's all things like I have three sisters. We are all wired very differently in our hearts. Like our passions, like the things that light us on fire are all very differently. And that's, that's, that's the beauty of like God giving everyone different gifts. So I don't expect everyone to want to go out and make millions of dollars, right? Like that's not the purpose because he blesses us all in such different areas with teaching and our skills and our time. I want you guys to listen to that, like rewind that back, because if you are a person who like ever worries about yourself or thinks down about yourself because you aren't, you know, making eight figures in your business, which Laura is going to talk about in a second, but you know, all of those things, I want you to remember that like your gifts, you know, your, 
your voice, your time, your heart, your passion for something. People who always say to me, sometimes they feel stuck. They're like, I feel stuck. I don't know what it is that I'm supposed to be doing in life. I always ask, I always ask them three questions. I say, what is the thing that you could talk about all day long? What is the thing that spikes your voice the way Laura and I sound like two crazy people on a podcast this morning at 10 o'clock in the morning? We're just both... <laughs> Veins popping out no, of our no, neck. We're a little energetic. We're a little higher. Than our head, just, you know, a million miles an hour. What makes that for you? And what injustice do you see in the world? What is the thing that like hurts your soul? You know, I did a pod. I was uh, talking to a YPO or so. Do you know what YPO is? Are you in y- YPO Network? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no. uh, Young Presidents Organization. Oh, well, Young Professionals YPN. That's what I'm thinking. Okay, no, yeah, yeah. I YPO. Yeah. Young uh, President's Organization. It's a global organization. My husband's a, a member of it. I've had a few YPOers on this podcast. You got to have like a certain number of employees and be a president or CEO or whatever, whatever. But okay. anyway, this guy said something. It was really, really good. And he's going to be coming on the podcast soon. But he said if his first question, he asked everyone, not like, you know, what do you do and who are you and all the things. But he's like, what is the number one thing you could change in this world if you had a magic wand? And I thought, what a good question to ask wow. people like at a party or whatever, whatever. So go back to that and ask yourselves that question, you guys, like, what is the number one thing you could change? And for me, I like, that was such an easy question for me. I was like giving people the confidence to do what is on their soul to do in this world. Like that is what I am most passionate about. Like I don't care what it is. I have clients that are like, I don't know, like everything under the sun. And I'm just like, they're so passionate about what they get to do. And I was like, yes, I do not care at all. But as long as you are, I'm helping you stay with that. Like Every single person has something. So ask yourself those questions because whether it's, you know, being able to financially give or being able to give your time or your passion or whatever, we all have something so deep within our soul that we are put here on this planet to do. Hey, hey, I hope you're enjoying today's episode. And if you are and you want a similar episode to this talking about business, you would probably enjoy episode 113 with my girlfriend, Jershika Hawk, where we talked all about Christine sustaining an online business. Also episode 151 with my girlfriend Cassie who has created Wanderlust Skulls. We talked all about creating an online business and actually a product-based business just like Laura is talking about today. So check out episodes 113 and 151. Enjoy the rest of the episode. So now that I love that. Know. And and can I and can I Wait. add like the, the the way you get confidence yeah. is by doing the thing Amen. a thousand times over. 100%. Like that's it. That's the magic answer. You want confidence in public speaking? Do a thousand speeches. I promise you will be confident. Confidence is a muscle. The more that you use it, the yes. stronger it becomes. That's yes. one of my little taglines, but it's true. And it's, you know, it's I, true. And, and, and something else that's a muscle that I didn't realize until I didn't actually realize this until I exited my, exited my business. Decision-making is a muscle. hundred percent. Most people are scared to death to make a decision. Yes. But the more decisions you make, the easier it becomes. Like, uh, so for example, my last business was a clothing brand. Let's talk about a little bit about this. And, um, so for a decade, I built this out. I started with literally nothing like a hundred dollars and I was a farm kid. Like, so I have no, no fashion merchandising retail experience. I had no idea how to build a website. I built it at my parents, um, like farm office at night after work, um, with some free version where you had to put your size in the comments. Cause I didn't have money to buy <laughs> This is how, I mean, and like Shopify, I think was around, but it was not a big thing. Like 
it is so easy now to start a brand, by the way, a product brand compared to when I started. Holy smokes. Um, but anyway, so as I built this brand, I, I buy inventory. Like I am the, I was the primary buyer forever. And I realized over and over that like, I, so I was buying product every single day, all the time. Right. And when I left that business, I had my third child and it was probably a year or two where was it? Was it was the next year, um, where I wasn't, wasn't doing that obviously. So it was probably a year and a half gap. And then we had this Airbnb property and I had to start, we had, we had, we had to like remodel it. We had to do all this work to it. Anyway, it came to time when I had to start like buying, like the, what I was going to put in it, right. How I was going to decorate it and all this type of thing. And I, I realized like I was really struggling and it dawned on me, like I would put stuff in my cart and I was like, what is happening here? And all of a sudden I dawned on me, like I have been out of this habit of making like decisions. Like this is because I am a very decisive person. Hold on a second. It happens all the time. But anyway, the point of the story was like, it dawned on me that like, this was a muscle that I used to use like this every single day because I was purchasing so much, like so many, like massive amounts of inventory. And all of a sudden I couldn't, I couldn't put like a hundred dollar picture in my cart without waiting and not just like purchasing it. Right. So it's, it's a muscle just like anything. And I'm not saying it shouldn't be used with caution. You shouldn't just be buying anything, but it just, it was the first time it really dawned on me. Like, wow, I became so decisive in my ability to make decisions and just execute that now that I had not, even though I did it for like over a decade, I had not done it in a year and a half or so. And I was struggling like that muscle had not been in constant use. And it was something I had to kind of get back into the swing of. Totally. And I, I completely agree with that. And if you are someone who struggles with making a decision, I help with people with this a ton because oftentimes what happens and like, I obviously like, I, I always say the difference between a therapy and coaching is coaching. I can figure out within two seconds, like why you are the way that you are. A therapist just wants to talk about it. We know why you are the way that you are. Like for instance, yes, like I actually would agree with that. That's a hundred percent. I have a therapist, I have a coach, but I always tell my clients the difference between coaching and therapy is I can find out why you are the way that you are within one call, but then I have to help you reprogram that story pattern or habit to get you a different result. In therapy, oftentimes you just continue to talk about the problem, but you don't change the pattern, story, or habit to get a different result. Like- A, a person who can't make a decision oftentimes, and this isn't true for everyone, but if this is some, if you are listening to this and you can't make a decision, oftentimes you were either told you were wrong all the time or someone always made the decision for you. Let's say you have a parent who's very overbearing, who like always came behind you and like helped you like. You, ha- you were told to clean your room, but you cleaned your room and then a parent behind you came and cleaned your room every single time. You now probably have a story that you can't do something right. So like no matter what decision you made, like let's say you made the bed this way, but your mom came and made your bed a different way. You probably have a story in your head that you can't make a true, like you can't make a good decision. So that That's carries on with you your whole entire life. So I know why you are the way that you are. You're fucking mother never let you do something or you were told you were wrong all the time. So we as an adult, if we want to change something and create a different story, we have to program that and start doing small things. And one simple way I want you guys, like if this is just a simple hack, but like if you have a hard time making a decision, I literally want you to look at the menu and set a limit for like 30 seconds. Cause there's some people that cannot look at a menu because they're always afraid they're gonna make the wrong decision. Should I get steak? Should I get pasta? Should I get this? 
You have 30 seconds. Look at a menu and make a decision. And that is exactly what Laura said. You're training yourself to make faster decisions. And a menu item is so simple, but the more you do it, then you can make bigger decisions, perhaps life decisions, perhaps work decisions. But you have to start training yourself and reprogramming that story. Yeah. And it doesn't mean you're, you're going to make the right decision. No, every time. God, no, you could hate the you're, pasta. Right. Right. You're just like, well, that's done. I mean, it's the, the point is the faster you execute, the faster you learn, the faster you grow. I mean, Amen. business is truly a snowball. So when you start at the bottom with nothing and you have to round that first ball out of nothing, there's like not even the powder there, you know, there's only like the powdery snow. That is the hardest part truly, because you're like, well, what am I going to put in this snowball? What should it look like? What should, what do I want? What do I want my voice to be all these things? And once you just start that and then you start rolling it, it, it becomes easier and easier because you have some type of momentum. You have a baseline foundation to start things off of. And the only way to get there is to just execute. Yeah. A hundred percent. People always say like, what am I doing wrong? What am I doing wrong? If like, they're perhaps like not where I am in business or not where Laura is in business. People are like, what am I doing wrong? What am I not knowing? Whatever. It's like, I sometimes like tell a person, like, I'm like, do you know that I have been reprogramming this for 16 years? I have been doing this shit for 16 years. Like, how can I make a faster decision? How do I trust myself? How do I show up like this? How do I market myself? I've been doing it a really fucking long time. And it was way harder in the beginning than it is now. My husband calls it the flywheel effect, like in business. Like, I'm sure you know that term. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's leverage, right? You have leverage of people a team, you have leverage of your past experience. You have leverage of like a brand of a list you've created, like all of these things. So that's why it truly is the hardest to just start because you have nothing. You have no leverage. You have no help. You have no input. You have no data of like what's worked in the past. You have no email list. You have no, you know what I mean? Like, so it truly is the, the, the magic is just jumping off the cliff and saying, I'm going to make the decision to start this. And even if this isn't the thing that I end up doing forever, it is going to be the thing that catalysts the success because I jumped anyway. I always say to a person, if they're on a clarity call with me and deciding whether or not they want to work with me. And I say, I am, I guarantee nothing. I, the only thing I can guarantee is there's three jobs in my business, my job, God's job, and your job. I guarantee you God's doing her, his job. I guarantee you, I will do my job. I can't make that decision for you. But one thing I always ask is, do you believe working together or do you believe this, this coaching support will help you get further or closer to where you actually want to be? Yes. And if there's, there's no like end point, but will working together or will uh, this coaching container support get you closer to where you want to be? Because if you don't that. believe that it will get you closer to where you want to be, 100% you should not do it. But if you are thinking that it's going to be this magic, like all, all of, you know, you get to this final end of the road because newsflash, sadly, Laura has sold her business for over eight figures. And we want to talk about that in a second. But like at the same time too, there's no end point. There's no... Oh, like there's nothing. You're not going to get to this magical point. One of my best buddies in life, his he's his net worth is half a billion dollars. And number one, he's not the happiest person I know. And number two, there's not this end point. And so it's just like one there's of these not, things. There's actually, I'm so sorry. I want to show no, this. There's please. actually this clip. I don't know. I think Alex Hermosi maybe said it and it like rocked me. I like him. There's this, there's this, um, 
I don't know, quote that goes around that talks about businesses. And like, when you're in a business, everyone thinks the goal is the exit. And as soon as you exit, everyone just wants the cash flow. Like there is no, there is no like secret magical end. The the goal is to make enough money to live the life you want to live, to impact the people in your community, on your team, to like the people you're working with and enjoy the process. Amen. Enjoy your life. One of the things I tell people all the time is like, I guarantee you probably won't find a happier person than me who enjoys her life experience more than me. And like, that's kind of like a branding thing, but it's also so true because I've been telling myself this for like 15 years and whether or not it's true. Like I actually sometimes think that I'm maybe hurting people because I'm like, you think you want my life? Cause I tell you it's the greatest life ever, but you probably don't because I choose that. I don't want to have kids. I choose to not have pets because I travel all the time. I choose to work a lot of hours. I choose to have a husband who works like 75 hours a week. Like you know, you may not want my life, but I'm so sold on this is the best life for me. And that's what I want for every one of my clients. I want them to have the life that they love, that they choose, that's making an impact that is so th- for them. And I think the beautiful thing about business is, yes, there is so much to be learned from people who have like been where you want to go. But at the same time, there's always like a piece that you have to like, there's also a, always a time when you need to like step back and be like, what of this do I take and apply? And what of this do I don't? Because the beautiful thing is you can make a business any way you want. Anytime in, in my last business where I tried to be what everyone else was doing, we failed. Anytime when I tried to be like, oh, this is what's really working for pe- companies right now. This is what's really selling. And I tried to follow that path. We failed. We had less sales, right? Because it wasn't me. It, I was trying to be someone else's business, like taking it to a business perspective from even the personal I was trying to do what everyone else was doing. And that that's boring. Nobody wants that, right? One of the reasons we truly were as successful as we were is because I was, oh, I love being different. Like when my kids say you're weird, I say thank you because I never want to be normal, seriously. And so like I would hire in a lot of, you know, young marketing girls and be like, oh, everybody's doing this. I'm like, I don't care. We're not doing that, <laughs> you know? And it's just the ability to say like, I don't want to do the things that everyone else is doing. That is how you stand out. You want to have content that's different than everyone else? Don't copy everybody. Yeah, totally. A hundred percent. Like last year in my business, probably the best year in my business. I made roughly the same amount of money, but like I totally did it on my own terms. I was supposed to, you know, I did masterminds group programs for a really, really long time. And like, I love them, but also too, I didn't love exactly the way that they were because I love the one-on-one. I feel like when I'm one-on-one with my clients, I can so be individualized for every single person. And every single person tells me the way that I do it is so wrong because, you know, if I die tomorrow, my business dies, you know what I mean? Like you can't sell it. It's not a true business, blah, 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 blah. But I'm like, it's so serving me right now. And I can take the money and use it for uh, like, we have real estate and all that type of shit. It doesn't even fucking matter. It's just what I love doing. It gets, I always say there's only two rules. Number one, does it get a client a result? And number two, do you enjoy it? Besides that we make all the rest of the rules. Yeah. And, and to, to back that point up, there are like the industry I came from in like the, now it's a lot of the boutiques is, you know, mine was I don't know, a little more of a brand. There are so many people that I know that are killing it. But if you took that to a venture capital company, they'd be like, this is not a viable business model totally. because you enter the faces. They don't care. They're looking at this as like, I'm going to do this for like eight years and we're going to dump everything into real estate. That's what they're doing. Right. And then she's like, when I'm old, I'll be done. Like, yeah, I can do this until in- like, I'm 41. I could probably do this until I'm 60. Like as long as I've got my brain and my desire to do it, like, I don't really give a shit. I can do this forever. I love it. Like love, love, love what I get to do. So going back to 
how you started. So we only have a few minutes left. And I, I know that this podcast is so like filled and you guys don't even know who Laura is yet. You're like, who is this unicorn? Who is she? <laughs> no, I love it. I love the way that this started. See, we do it our own way here. Um, so when you first started Philly and Flair, how the hell, like, did you, like, how did you decide that you were going to start an online boutique? How did this even come up? So Philly Flair. And Philly I I started because I needed money. So it was 100%. I started out of necessity. Um, I loved to barrel race. I worked for my family full-time farming. I loved to farm. I thought my whole world, I would have went to be a vet, if, but I hated school. So I knew I couldn't, I couldn't be in school that long. Um, like I never even went, I went to a semester of college, dropped out because I was paid for it. I didn't have money. Um, anyway, long story short, I ended up, I worked for different farmers. I love agriculture. And so I always wanted to be in agriculture. Um, I also loved horses. I love barrel racing and, uh, I did not have a winning horse. Right. So like I had to, if you're, if you're not winning, it's a very expensive habit. And so I, I know like, this, how I, crazy I, is this, Laura? I have a few clients, one of my longtime clients, one of my very, like, you know, a few years ago, she's in agriculture too. And now I have like three or four clients who are all like horse people. Crazy. Tell me they're not the most hard agriculture, the most hardworking people you've ever met. Oh my God. And there's a shit ton of money in it. Let me tell you that the truth too. Salt of the earth, amazing people. Good humans. Yeah. It's yeah. it's my, my favorite. Anyway, so honestly, what's crazy is even when I started this business, um, I mean, the name, I literally couldn't remember, like I was feeding calves. Like we used to have hundreds of, of bottle calves. I was feeding them. Like, I just got to go with something catchy. But I had this idea because blingy belts were really popular. And I was like, all my friends at the bill races are wearing this. So number one, I had access to the clientele that I wanted to sell to, right? Like, so I had access to an audience that I knew wanted a certain product, right? And it was an industry that I knew. So it was something that I already loved. It was something that they loved. So that was like key. I didn't know it at the time, but it was key. And I was like, I had I, marketing wasn't even a thing. Like I had to create a friend page. Like they didn't even have Facebook fan pages. This is how old I am and how long ago this was. Okay. So it wasn't like, I was like, I need to have a marketing strategy. I was like, dude, I can buy these belts and sell them for half price as the big Western stores and make money. And all my friends are going to be happy. And I can just show up with the barrel races. Right. Like I mean, so it was truly like a necessity of like, it'll help me cover my fees. Um, but I knew I did not always want to have to be in person because the farm was so demanding in certain seasons. We were working like 15, 17 hour days. Like that's yeah. just hard reality. Season, of, of farming. Yeah. yeah. And I love it. But that was like, I, I can't just like, if I want this to, you know, be able to carry me at all, like if I can't make a barrel race, I want to be able to sell stuff. So I figured out how to set up a website. It was horrible. Like when I'm like, I don't, we were recording when I said this there, like I was a free version of some Zen card. Yeah, you told me, you said, put it, put your size in the comments. Yeah. You had to put your size in the comments because I couldn't even afford to have the, like the, I don't know, whatever monthly fee it was. So, but I started with what I had. Like I literally Googled for like two months. I didn't tell anybody. I didn't tell my, my boyfriend, now my husband at the time, um, I was doing it because I was scared of people would think of me, but I was just like, I need to do this because I need to make more money, but I love the farm. So I really thought it was just going to be like the side thing. And then it grew really quickly. And I started realizing there was all these other people coming. They were friending me because it was friends at that time. And I studied the customer like inside and out. And I was like, who are these people that are buying? Because they're not my barrel racing friends. Where are they coming from? And I started realizing that it was like, it was really trendy. I was carrying these sublimation teas, kind of like Western is trendy now. It was then when I started. And so I was naturally just getting all these other clients, these customers. And I was like, how do I capitalize on this? Right. So we kind of just naturally pivoted and I started offering more products I already had this audience built. So as the trend pivot, I just offered them what they wanted, right? Like it turned into maxi dresses and clothing and all these things. So that is essentially how the brand grew in a very, 
very short amount of time. Um, we were, I mean, we didn't spend money on ads forever. We grew, I love organic social media. Yes, I think there's me so too. much. I've never spent $1 on ads in my whole life. It's still so beautiful. Like I know everyone thinks like, oh, I wish it's not like it was 10 years ago or five years ago or two years ago. We are going to say that again in two years or five years or 10 years. So capitalize on it now, right? We're all going to say that in another two or three years. Oh, we thought it was hard in 2024. Mm -hmm. Look at it now. So just use what you have, right? Like it, there is just start posting. And I think the key is just really the thing nobody wants to do is say like, this is exactly who I'm talking to, right? Mm -hmm. Going back to when I would get these wonderful young marketing girls in, um, they had all these ideas, but they were, they weren't wanting me to buy stuff for their friends, their clients, the like trendy 20 year old bloggers. And when, you know, when bloggers blew up, that was not my customer. Yeah. And your so, customer probably wouldn't be hot on Taylor Swift at the moment. You know what I mean? No, you got to no, know for who sure. you are. You got to know who, but there's this young girl who I am just loving following her. It's so random. I found her. I, there was a, I, we were at a basketball game. We live in Arkansas. We were at a basketball game and this girl had this coolest shit hat on. I was like, Oh my God, where'd you get that hat? She's like, Oh, well, there's a girl who's now doing like make your own hat track. And so I reached out to this girl. Oh my God, Laura, it is blowing up. So one of my clients in Canada right now, I'm like, she and I are working on her doing it because it's like, you go and buy these like 50 cent patches with this $2 hat and they're selling these hats for 60 bucks. And what she started to do was like a Kansas city chiefs thing, yeah. a football, a girl, she's selling these hats for like 50, 60 bucks. I'm sure her profit margins are like 800%, That's but amazing. she, but you know what I mean? Like, I love that. Find, find yes. Oh, just, yes, take action. Just do the thing. If it didn't right. work, like, and I'm there. sure this girl wasn't like, you know what? My million dollar business, I'm going <laughs> to be these hats. Like yeah. she just saw like a gap in the market in yeah. a split second. It was like, dude, I bet I can invest 200 bucks and get some of that stuff and just try this. Right. Yeah. And she took she got, like one of those like hat press things. What am I, I forget what it's called. Like there's a type, a Kittle machine or a I don't know. It's some sort of machine. I forget what it's called, but anyway, yeah, it's like a hundred dollar machine on Amazon or whatever. And she's making these hats. And I told her, I reached out to her. I was like, listen, I need some of these hats. My brand is called decide it's your turn. Can you just make me one? And I'll just give you money. And she's like, Oh my God. Yes. And I will wear that son of a bitch. I'll post it. Mm -hmm. I will hire her to come and do like a cool thing and I'll speak at it. But it's just, again, it's like, you got to take the action folks. You got to try. Yeah. I see. I talk to so many people every, like literally every single day. They're like, I just don't know what to sell yet. I don't know what to sell yet. And I'm like, well, what do you like? What do you have access to? What yeah. either, what do what are you super passionate about that? You're like, I could research this all day. I could look up this stuff all day. And what, and, or what audience do you have access to? Are you around a bunch of soccer moms? Are you around a bunch of golf dads? Like what is the thing? Right. And start from there. You guys, Th that's the podcast. Like this is it. Laura and I could talk for another three hours, but unfortunately we both sure. have like, you know, we definitely have like, uh, I have got clients. She's got clients and kids and all of the agriculture stuff. Yep. Um, so tell everyone who you are and where they can find you online because they're obsessed. And I know that like, I'm obsessed with you and I'm just so, so thankful to Cassie who connected us so randomly For sure. and is just such a God thing. Laura and I were going to do this podcast a couple months ago, but now we've just kind of connected even more. So I'm so thankful that you did this. I just love your vibe. Love yeah, you. And can I just like shout out you guys, Wait. if you are like, have ever thought about Christina ever like wondered what she's really like, it's 10 times more true. She is the most authentic 
like genuine person. And it is sometimes rare to find on the internet these days, or you know what I mean? Like there's a lot of transactional businesses done like here, sure. Be on this or do this, but you are so genuine and true. And like, just, it makes me cry because it's like so important to me. It's like my core value in life is integrity. And it's just so frustrating when there's just so much bullshit out there. Even if you never have paid me a dollar, pay me a dollar, like I just, I'm so grateful that this is what I get to do. I'm so grateful that this is on my heart. And you are the real deal. Thank you. I appreciate that so much. It it means the world to me. It really does. Cause that's, it's all I care about. Like I actually don't, I sometimes tell people, I'm like, I'm so fortunate. I don't actually have to do this, but like, this is like, I just get possessed. Like, and I love working with people who are just so possessed because they're like, I just want it so badly. And sometimes it sucks when you want it so badly and it quote unquote, doesn't feel like it's working. Like, I wish I could just come through the screen and help all of my clients make a million dollars and be happy. But unfortunately, I also know that it's part of it. I need to add the success is not the fun, funnest part. No, I promise you coming off of literally an eight figure exit. Like I watched the most amount of money ever hit a bank account that any person should ever, ever need to see in their life. Like my grandchildren's lives are changed. And I, it was really exciting for like an hour. And then I felt the exact same, like nothing changed. My whole life changed and nothing changed in a minute. And it did not change me as a human. Like, yes. Are there things we can afford? Of course. But like, it does not change you. It is not going to make you happy. I can promise you that. There is not a number in a bank account that is going to bring you happiness. I have literally lived and experienced that. And some of the times when we were like hustling the most in my business, or we were like facing challenges, I miss the most. There is magic in that. There's magic in the camaraderie of like a team and what you're building and the, like your, the vision that you're going after. And and just enjoy that. Like, I wish I would have enjoyed it more, honestly. 100%. I was doing a speaking engagement a few weeks ago and this mom, she had her two daughters in the audience and she's like, what would you tell these young kids who are just getting a scholarship? Cause they were athletes. And I used to play professional golf. And I was like, oh my God, if I could just tell you one thing, please God, just enjoy it. Just enjoy it. And don't be so unkind to yourself. Like, I mean, that was my whole thing. Like at 27, basically, like, I didn't know if I wanted my life to end. Like I was so miserable. I had all of the things externally and I looked a certain way and had money and all of the things. And it was just, I was so unhappy and I just had to make a different, had to make a change. And that's why my life is just so different now, like 16 years later or whatever it is. But it's just, I wish I could go back to myself and be like, you are having like the, you will have the greatest life ever. All you have to do is just decide it. And there's going to be highs and there's going to be lows, but without the lows, you don't, you aren't so grateful for the highs. Like the journey is that my life is like, And I do, I have an awesome life, but like my best part of my day is like going for a walk and looking at the sky and talking to you and like having coffee in the morning. Like it's just, if you are willing to just, if if I could give advice to anyone in business, like if you are willing to be like, I am going to just love the journey. Like I'm going to stop. Like, yes, I have goals. I have visions, but I am not chasing those. I am chasing the success I have right now in whatever capacity. It might not be the number I want to see in my bank account someday, but it is truly like enjoying this stage of the process. It's the challenge. Look at it as like, this is just part of the fun of figuring this all out. Hundred percent. Um, tell everyone where they can find you. If you have a desire, if you own a product, if you're starting a product, Laura is your girl. So where do they find you? How do they follow you? All of the things. Yeah, just um on Instagram, I'm Laura Benson Official. Um, B-E-N-S-O-N, I guess. Uh I do have a like a membership where we have a private podcast. So talking there every week. 
and just try and encourage people, give them actual tactical advice on like what's happening in the marketing product world. Um, and then I do do a little bit of like one-on-one coaching. So yeah. Awesome. And go follow her Instagram right now, Laura Benson official. If you follow us, what we follow her, it'll be in the show notes, but clips of your podcast you've been posting lately too. And I love it. That podcast. Awesome. People need this. People need this in their lives. You guys go follow her. She is the real deal, a woman of faith. And I'm so grateful we connected and thank you for doing this. Thank you. Thank you, Christina. Loved it. Thank you all so much for joining me on today's episode of the Decide It's Your Turn podcast. If today's episode resonated with you at all, please share it with a friend. Also head on over to iTunes, leave us a five-star review and a comment. What is it that you want us to talk about that'll help you realize that at any moment and any day, you too can decide it's your turn. I'm Christina LeCure. I'll see you next time.